This is Building Resilience Podcast, episode 150, Decluttering Your Home. Welcome to Building Resilience, a podcast where theory, practical strategies, and inspiring stories show you how to unlock your best life. I'm your host, Leah Davidson. As a certified life coach, speech-language pathologist, and nervous system resilience expert, it is my mission to teach you how to be more resilient to life's adversities. I will show you how to manage your mind, befriend your nervous system, process your emotions, and even eliminate stress. It's time to do more than just survive. It's time to thrive. Let's get started. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I have a special guest coming on. We are going to be talking about decluttering your home. My guest today is Sarah Mueller, and she is a Wharton grad and founder of the Decluttering Club community, where over 500,000 people each month are transforming their lives through decluttering and organizing without being overwhelmed or burning out. So the Decluttering Club mission is to equip women to declutter their homes and their lives so that they have room to cherish what matters most. Sarah and her four boys live in Pennsylvania. I had the opportunity to meet Sarah two months ago in person, and I was just on a quest to start decluttering my own home. So I'm going to turn it over to our interview now. Hopefully you will get some great tips and it will encourage you to start decluttering your own life. Enjoy. So welcome, Sarah. I am so excited to have you here, and I am so excited to talk with you about decluttering. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Sarah Mueller. I'm the founder of the Decluttering Club, and we help women, people, but mainly women, declutter their homes so that they have room for what matters most. And that is my passion. That's what I love to do. And I'm just excited to talk to you today. Yeah. Well, I actually met you at the Mastermind, mm -hmm. I guess it was last month, or I'm not sure when. It was the beginning of September. I met you there and I had just come across you, I think on Instagram, and you were running a challenge, a decluttering challenge. And I signed up. Not that I was going to be doing it that week because we were at Mastermind and I knew coming up after Mastermind, I wouldn't be doing it then. But we have recently become empty nesters. And I decided, okay, this is time for me to start decluttering. And so that was my goal. When I came across your challenge, I thought, okay, this is perfect because you gave these, and I have to admit, I didn't follow it in order of the days. I was sort of doing it along my own schedule. But what I loved is you gave these bite-sized videos. Mm -hmm. that went through and sort of helped guide me. Some of the things I was like, yeah, I already do that. But there were a couple things. I know the one that was really stood out for me was where you talked about, we often have so much attachment to our items. And really the attachment is our memories. That's all in our mind. We don't actually have to keep this item in order for us to keep the memory. And that was really good for me because I was going through our house. I've been doing it with my husband. I guess we've been doing it the past four weekends. He's ready to call it quits, but we've gone through so much of the house 
And I kept reminding myself every time I came across something that was like, oh, but I got to keep this. This is so meaningful that mm-hmm. I reminded myself, okay, it is a memory. Now, some things I did transfer to, I created years ago, what I call special boxes for our kids. And everyone in our family has a special box. And so occasionally I'd come across something and I would text one of my kids or I'd just look at it and stick it in their special box. But a lot of the things I just mm-hmm. sent off with good luck. So that was my experience. It's been a great experience. It's hard work, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot Mm -hmm. of hard mindset work and a lot of nervous system regulation work. Oh my, it really is. And I mean, just to jump in, like in the middle of what you just said, like the memories, they're all in our heads. And I mean, we love these, right? Who doesn't want more memories? That sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Right. But the problem, and I know that you've come across that. The problem is when you have too many things and they're all reminding you of things, then like nothing is special and we can't find like the really important stuff. Right. So I love how you have special boxes. Like that's so cool. Yeah. Now you get to highlight the most important things for each of those kids. Yeah. Although I did say to a couple of them, your special box is super full. You probably are going to have to go through and declutter your special box, Mm -hmm. which I think they probably will be able to do because some of the things that they chose, because I started it when they were younger. So some of the things that they chose to keep when they were very young may not be the things that they choose to keep now. But it is nice that we have a place, we have a spot for it to go. And then some of the other things, I was like, why did we have this? And I realized it was just, we accumulated things. I just didn't have time to get rid of things. And so I just kept them in that junk drawer. I looked at all the past cameras that I had, and I probably haven't used that camera in years, but I didn't feel like I could get rid of it because at the time I spent so much money on it and then it served its purpose. And then I just felt bad getting rid of, is that something Mm -hmm. that people encounter a lot? I I bought this. I spent so much money. It's such a waste to throw it out. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. All day long. (laughs) Right. Whether it's, we spent the money on it or I remember for me, it's like those orange measuring cups. We had this set that started out with, I don't know, six of them. And we were down to like two and the one was a little melted. (laughs) I'm telling you, every time I saw that orange measuring cup, I just remembered baking with my mom when I was like eight years old. Right. So going back to the memories, it's like, oh my gosh, like we love those things or it's the money or it's, I could make something out of that. I could use it. Like, right. That was a big one for me too. I had this corner in my office that was filled with wrapping paper and Christmas paper and ribbons and bags and Mm -hmm. like excessive amounts of it. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was like, yeah, but it's so wasteful to get rid of it because maybe I'll use it. Maybe I'll go to another baby shower and I'll need this one. And I went through and we do a lot of wrapping of now is at Christmas time. So I'm going to keep these ones because I am going to use them. But some of these random like Halloween paper or baby, I'm not going to be using that maybe for several years. And I can just go buy more when I need it for exactly what I want it for. Instead of having it for 12 years, taking Mm -hmm. up so much space. But I came across that a lot. And my husband and I had lots of discussions about, yeah, but what if we need that? We haven't used it in the past 
14 years. So I think we're safe to get rid of it. And if we did need it, we can go buy another one. Absolutely. Right. We put so much focus on the thing. What if we need that wrapping paper? But what about the flip side? What if we need that space? Yeah. What about that? We completely forget that. What if we need the time that we're currently spending thinking about this or currently spending managing these items? We forget all of that. And the only thing that we think about is that the $10 that it costs to buy that wrapping paper again. Exactly. Exactly. I know it sounds so ridiculous when we Mm -hmm. step away and pull away from the emotion of it and Mm -hmm. come at it. And that's what I really found. I had to regulate myself. I had Mm -hmm. to sort of pull myself away from the emotions and look at, okay, what's factual here? What do I actually need? And when I was able to make that decision with more of a level head, then I was just going through. And I was also worried about being wasteful, but I mean, we live in downtown Toronto. We have a lot of people who walk in front of our home. So I Mm -hmm. kept things in a box and I would say, okay, let's put it out on the sidewalk. And Rob was like, oh, you can't put that on the sidewalk. Come on. These were like old CDs and books and DVDs. He's like, you can't put that on the sidewalk. Every time we put a box out there, it didn't matter what was in it. It was gone within a couple hours. Like I didn't even have to take things anywhere. And so that made me feel good too. I was like, okay, I'm Mm -hmm. not being wasteful. Somebody else is reusing this. This is like better than you keeping it because now you freed up your space. You feel lighter and someone else is like score. Exactly. Like you made someone's day exactly. just by letting go. Yeah. So All right. So I have a couple of directions I want to go with. One of them, okay. I want you to give us a couple of tips for people who want to get started with mm-hmm. decluttering. And then I also want you to share what are some of the blocks that people encounter because as you get started chances are you're going to run into some blocks and maybe just give us some strategies to okay how do we overcome those blocks so we can keep moving on a decluttering journey mm-hmm. absolutely love it love it okay so everyone's like where should i start there's a magical place that is gonna be like the best place ever <laughs> you know and i'm always <laughs> like guess what it doesn't matter where you start. And it doesn't matter for a couple of reasons, right? Like you're going to get started and it does matter that you do start. What's right. the most important thing, right? Yeah. We can hunt around for days and days and forever looking for the perfect place to start. And then we never start, right? So literally just picking a place to start and people are like, okay, yes, but tell me where. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, but also, can you That's just tell right. me what to do? Yeah. We usually say either two options, the kitchen or the bathroom. And I love the kitchen because we're spending so much time there. Mm-hmm. There is stuff in everyone's kitchen, mine included, that we don't know is there. You open that drunk drawer and you poke around, you're going to be like, where did this come from? You're going to be shocked yeah. at what is there. I totally and was. You're going to find things that can go that you are not attached to. Yeah. Right. Now there's going to be the orange measuring cups That's or maybe right. it's, you know, the ice cream maker or whatever, the third yeah. crock pot, right? All yeah. good. But I promise you, everybody will be able to find things that they are not attached to, but you got to be willing to look. Yeah. Be willing to open that door. And that's maybe where a little bit of nervous system regulation comes exactly. in because sometimes we open those doors and we are like gripped with judgment or panic. Yeah. I shouldn't keep this. Right. Yeah. I coached someone yesterday and she kept saying, I I know I should get rid of this. And I said, hang on, hang on. No, you, that's not true. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, let's just stop. You don't have to get rid of anything. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I tell everybody. You don't have to get rid of anything. Stop saying that you do because every time you tell yourself that you have to, right, you're just making yourself wrong right now. And that feels mm-hmm. so terrible. Well, what it does is it activates you and you go right up into team hyper. And when you're in that mm-hmm. team hyper, then you're not even going to be able to have the thinking skills to properly decide mm-hmm. what I need to keep, what I want to keep. It just becomes overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. you probably just walk away from it. Absolutely. Keep it all. Like I'm all in, but I do want you to look, right? That's what I tell people. Like I'm in, if you want to keep it all, just keep it in purpose. Right. Allow yourself to keep it because you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. And there are no rules. I'm not going to come to your house and be the declutter. please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so just be willing to start and start in the kitchen or the bathroom is great because we've got like those half empty bottles of shampoo that nobody likes. And you know, that makeup that does not look good. Like, we'll just let that go. We love to start there and we like to keep it really, really focused. So I encourage people to work 10 minutes at a time. Okay. Set a timer, 10 minutes. We can do anything for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and, you know, get in there, open that drawer, find 10 things to throw out, like, and throw them out. Nobody needs that old makeup. Or maybe if you really want to, then donate. Okay, cool. Right. And then the timer rings, you tidy up a little bit and then you walk away. Yes. You do not force yourself to stay there being miserable, right? This is an exercise in starting and then stopping. Like it's so important to be able and willing to, to stop mm-hmm. and know that you can come back again later. Yeah. Right? It's such an important thing to do. So well, I know awesome. one day I was being super ambitious. So I was like, we're doing it all weekend and we didn't do it all weekend long, but I did find it helpful that I, I chunked it out. I said, okay, we have an hour before maybe we're doing an activity in the morning. So I actually started my bathroom during that hour. And I, I did exactly like you said, I had like three shelves. I said, okay, I'm going to do these three shelves. And then we went out, we did our thing. And then when I came back, I finished off the other three shelves that I had mm-hmm. and just yeah. dividing it like that. And there was a sense of satisfaction versus when I started the room, like in the kitchen, I just wanted to push through and push through and we got irritable. We got annoyed. And when I look now, I realize, oh, I sort of have to go back and redo these areas anyway, mm-hmm. because I just was like, okay, forget it. Just leave it. Oh, I don't want to do that. So I was trying to do too much at once. And yeah. now I realize, okay, I'm going to go back and say like my spice cupboard. I'm like, I'm going to go back and do that separately on a day, start and stop it because I tried to do it. And I just, again, I got dysregulated. I was, I was too tired. I was too frustrated. And then I decided to call it quits. So. Love it. I love that. Yeah. And you know, like it's a learning process too. Right. right? Yeah. 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 So small, start something small, keep going with it. It's your choice. You get to decide. Okay. I love that. What yeah. else can we do? Well, so I think people kind of get stuck. They think everybody has all these rules, right? We get all these rules about how we are supposed to behave. We're supposed to, you know, use every last thing. We're not supposed to buy something and then change our mind. 
Like, yeah. how did we know that we didn't like that spice? Like, it tastes terrible and we just want to hang on to it forever, right? Got all these rules. We also have rules about what we think we're supposed to do with things, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, oh, I can't possibly give that away because it costs too much. So I have to sell it. And then I don't want to sell it. And so it's going to sit. Yes. Or I can't possibly put that in the trash. It really should be properly, you know, donated. Yeah maybe that's the right option for right now. Like, again, we don't have to do anything in a particular way. And when we give ourselves the freedom, let's say to choose a different, I call these disposal options, right? Mm -hmm. There's four ways to get rid of something. You can throw it in the trash or recycle. You can donate it. You can do what we call finding a good home, which is like kind of like donating, but like you find someone who really wants whatever you get. So it's, you know, it's the baby blanket that goes to the women's shelter. Right. Instead okay. of a thrift store. So finding a home and then you could sell, right? Just give yourself permission to try out one of those different options, even if you would normally not ever do it. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of show, you know what? It's okay. We have choices. We can try something this week. We can do something different next week. We don't have to commit forever. You know, we're just like, we, we get, we're, we're so cool. rigid. We get very yes. rigid with what we think is the right way to do it. I totally saw that with myself. Right. I can't throw that out. I have to donate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we get paralyzed, right? Because it's the, it's the, what, team hypo at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just realizing like you, like you have choices there. Just try something different. If you don't like it, you can go back to the other way. Yeah. Right? No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I think one of the things that we see a lot that people get stuck on is they immediately go to, you know, well, declutter sounds great, but I could never, you know, get rid of the wedding china, get rid of the baby blanket or, you know, or whatever. And we go to like the worst case scenario. <laughs> like we're, yeah. we're looking for danger. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could never do that. And, and so then we just like, we throw the baby out with bathwater. Yeah. So let's not talk about the wedding china. Let's leave that for later. How about, you know, how about the junk drawer? That's right. How about these batteries? Then these random keys that we don't even know. (laughs) Yep. How about the, you know, the broken toys? Like yeah. those might be good opportunities, you know? So, and it it's kind of funny, right? Because when, again, when people keep, take a look at what they have, then they're like, oh, okay. We, I had a, a client once and we were on one of our group calls and she said, okay, I'm going to open that box. There was a box. She had moved it like more than once, right? It was a mm-hmm. box. She's like, I, I think I know what's in there, but I'm a little scared. So she opened the box and it was newspapers. It's like old news. It was a box full of newspapers and she had no idea. She had been dreading that box for who knows how long. And then all of a sudden it was like, wow, <laughs> it's not what I thought it was. Like we think right. we know and sometimes we're just wrong. Yeah. And so we'll never know unless we open, you know, we open the box or like open the cupboard door and then take a look. Yeah. So I think the tools that you offer are so important because then we can do that scary thing, yeah. you know, and realize we're not going to die and we can do it. And then so much of the time, we're just pleasantly surprised. Right. Like sometimes it is hard for yeah. sure. Yeah. But sometimes it's actually not. And it could be cool. You might find money. We found a bunch of euros in one of our drawers. So I was yeah. like, oh, yay, we got to go to Europe to spend these. But I go. like that idea of looking at things and 
throwing out what I sort of feel safe to throw out mm-hmm. or to get rid of and not yes. starting with the big things because there are certain things that I am attached to and I don't feel ready to throw out, but there's mm-hmm. like 95 things before that point mm-hmm. that I can throw out. And that's kind of how mm-hmm. I felt when I was doing just books. I have so many, so many books. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I never, I don't want to throw that book out. I don't want to throw that one out. So I was like, okay, I won't throw those ones out. But these 20 over here, I mm-hmm. can't donate these. And when I say throw out, I, right. I it's yeah. donate. I was trying to be as, as simply because we could put it on the curb and people would take it. Mm-hmm. But what has stopped me before was the, no, I have too many things that I don't want to throw out. Even when I went through my jewelry box, that was another one I went through. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can't get rid of, you know, my jewelry. Well, obviously I'm not going to get rid of the things that were, you know, meaningful, but there was a bunch of stuff in there that, you know, well, this is broken and I don't even know where I got this from. And so they were easy to get rid of. So even Mm -hmm. starting with what feels easy for me to get rid of, as opposed to going to the heart of like, this would be so hard to get rid of. Well, yeah. And I think also sometimes we think, well, I really should get rid of, you know, whatever these books and I'm not ready. And we forget that like, we're going to progress. So, you know, maybe right now I'm going to hang on to these things. But guess what? In six months, you're going to feel differently. Actually, like it might be easy in six months. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes we think, well, I'm going to do it now. It's like now or never. And that's, it's not true. Yeah. You know, you're going to evolve in what you want in your space, especially if you're doing it intentionally. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. That's a good one too. It's not now or never. It could just be later. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, And that's the difference though, right? Because sometimes like people will push things off until later and later means never. Like if you're committed to decluttering, then later does mean later. It, it right. just means that is honestly valid as yeah. opposed to just, well, I can't handle it. I just, I'm not going to think about it. Yeah. Right. That's what I think that's what we're afraid of sometimes. Like if I don't do it now, you know, cause I'm kind of psyched up about it. I'm right. I, I've, I've, you know, kind of forced myself to deal with this. And so I got to keep pushing and that's not, it's not usually the best solution. Well, these are great tips to get us all started. Do you have maybe as we wrap up here, any parting tips? I would really focus on something that you teach, which is really reminding yourself of the sense of safety. Our brains, like we think if we get rid of that item that evokes that special memory, like our brains literally think we're going to die. Yeah. And so we have to keep reminding ourselves and just kind of coming back and regulating and because it is a real, it is a real sensation in in our bodies. And so just, Mm -hmm. just coming back there is so, so valuable Mm -hmm. and it gets easier. You know, I promise you, especially if it's hard right now, it does get easier. I'm not going to say it's always easy, but but it does get easier over time with practice. Like, of course it would. Something new is not going to be easy, but over time it gets easier and you just keep going. And if you just keep going, you know, with breaks, mm-hmm. I'll say this for all of the overachievers in the audience, <laughs> we pace right. ourselves. Yes. You will eventually get where you want to be, like guaranteed. Oh, I love that. As I say, it always comes down to nervous system regulation. So we want to increase the amount of safety we have in our life as much as possible. And that's such a great point. Just you are safe. You are in no danger when you're throwing something out, but your body, your nervous system 
feels that it is. It's a threat. So you just have to acknowledge that empirically, I'm actually not in danger and then relax your body so that you can go in and make that decision. I love that so much. Like I can't even tell you how important and how much of a difference that makes. Huge. Yeah, I can see that. Well, thank you. Can you share with us where can people find you? We are all over the socials at The Decluttering Club, Facebook, Instagram. We have a podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, YouTube channel, Decluttering Club. You can find us everywhere. And the website is thedeclutteringclub.com where you can go and find all kinds of good stuff. Awesome. I highly, highly recommend it. It was so helpful for me seeing your videos, following all your tips, following you on social just to get even more tips to help with decluttering. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all this. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Leah. Thanks. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.